Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, it's summertime. It's summertime and people are thinking about traveling. God knows I am thinking about that, but you know, I know it's the parenting show, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am thinking about traveling solo. Sans children. Joining me in studio today, I've got my my sidekick, Sandy Salerno, who's filling in for Sandra Carusi. I am, again. Thank you. Oh, it's a nice. pleasure I got, having I got you. asked back. I know. You're good. so good. We have <laughs> so much fun together, though. <laughs> we do. We, we have like a blast. We laugh and we're just crazy. And it's great when you meet someone as as crazy as you oh that's nice right? i don't feel as nuts you want to get like bff <laughs> necklaces or something oh my god yes okay. the, the heart that breaks in two <laughs> let's do it sandy salerno is one of our news anchors over here at global news radio 640 toronto and um uh, and you guys have heard her on the show before we just we just have a blast we laugh and we're silly and that's just us and we're talking sandy we're talking about travel my favorite thing do you travel a lot not really <laughs> See, that's the thing, eh? It's like, it's my favorite thing, too. I just need to do more of it. Well, I need the the money, eh? The time and, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes and I And a babysitter wanna, so you can wanna, leave Yeah, you can exactly. Leave I want to go on vacation alone. No, like alone. I'd love to go by oh myself. Oh, my God. Yes. I want to do that, too. <laughs> like, totally solo. Imagine. I love doing things solo. You do, do you? Yeah. I'll even go to concerts solo. No, you won't. I swear. That shows strong individuality. Oh, yeah. I totally make friends does. there. Will you go to a movie alone? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't even yeah. like, no, I, I don't. In a movie, that. you don't even talk to anyone. At a concert sometimes, you like connect over like the band. I've made so many friends at concerts before. And they like, don't ask you why the heck you're there alone? <laughs> no, okay. because a lot of them are, I don't know. Like, uh, I'll tell you, um, this is kind of a travel story. I traveled to Chicago for Lollapalooza back in like 2007. Not alone. Um, no, with okay. the husband okay. and some friends. Yeah. Um, but we went for Lollapalooza and Pearl Jam was headlining. Well, my all-time favorite band. Right. So so we went and the night that Pearl Jam, it was the, the last day of the show, they headlined. And uh, we walked around Chicago that day and everyone was like, okay, we're going to go back to the hotel to sleep. And I'm like, uh-uh, screw that. I'm like, we need to get spots, like front stage center for this show. Like, no, Peter, we're going to sleep. So all of them went back to the hotel to sleep. And I went by myself. No, you didn't. I swear. And I like just, you know, slowly, slowly made my way up to the front. And then I made friends with all these Mexicans that were there. <laughs> oh <laughs> yep. True story. <laughs> yeah. And Eddie Vedder came right. We were, I was like nice. second row. He came right there. This is outside, right? Lollapalooza? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. No. Festivals are amazing. <laughs> you lost me at outdoor festivals. <laughs> festivals are amazing. So so we're going to talk travel today. Okay. And we brought in someone very special. And she's like, going to convince like the, me that traveling is fantastic, right? Yes. Awesome. She's like, I think she's like, we could name her like the queen of travel. I like it. I don't think I've ever met anyone that has traveled as much as she has. And I'm talking about Heather Greenwood Davis. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. This is like... Honestly, when I when I think travel, I think of you. Oh, yes, because you're always I follow you on social um, and you're always somewhere. I know that's you're true. all like you're not like I mean, like, are you ever here in Toronto? I am going to be home for like six weeks, <gasps> she says, before going home and checking everything and realizing that she's probably going somewhere in two weeks. But right now I'm going to be home for about six weeks. Is six that abnormal weeks? for you? This is very abnormal. Yeah. See, and the last time I saw Heather, for example, mm-hmm. 
wasn't in, in Toronto. Oh, no. It was in L.A. In Where, May. And I had just uh, finished a solo-ish trip. We'd left the kids behind. I was with another friend of mine, Maureen Dennis. Yes. And we Good went friend. to uh, Los Angeles ahead of that trip without the kids and had a blast. I just wrote a piece about that. Yeah. Why did you go to Los Angeles? Was there something there that you, you went well, for? We knew, or? Yeah, we knew the conference was in Pasadena. Okay. Yes. So we decided we'd go to Los Angeles a few days early nice. and sort of do the whole Moms Without Kids So you're, kids co- you're combining work with some Always. solo activity and fun for yourself. Right? Uh-huh. So, and Heather is a mama of two boys. Yeah. How old are the boys now? 15 and 13. They're teens. Yeah. And they've done some traveling, too. (laughs) Yeah, they've been traveling with me. I always say I traveled with the oldest since he was in utero. He's like no, no other life. Um, And then the 13-year-old's the same. He's been going his whole life, too. So, yeah, they're travelers. And I got it. You know what? I just got to give her kudos because, Heather, you left like a corporate job in law. Yeah. You know, good money, stable. Yeah. 11 years ago. Yeah. To pursue this. You're like, no, my passion is with travel and writing and I'm going to go do this. Yeah. Well, you know what? I started out in journalism. So I did a journalism degree first. I worked at the Toronto Star for a little bit. And then I sort of fluked in, really long story, into law school and finished it thinking I would immediately go back to journalism. And, um, of course, you get trapped, right? The money is good, and you've got young kids and stuff. And and more stable, the journalism, right? Especially in the newspaper world. But then I realized how much I hated it. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So that made it quite easy to leave. So 2007, since 2007, I've been freelancing full-time. But you would have had to have been able to afford that as well. Like, to make a choice like that, to go, look, I'm... I'm going to draw, you know, drop my law career now. Not really. No? No. I mean, we saved a little bit because my youngest was born in 2004. Okay. So we had a few years there where we knew sort of what the end date was going to be. Um, But no, it really was. I am married and my husband has a job. Okay. So I know mm-hmm. that helps as well. Not everyone's in that situation. Um, but we're not rich. Like I, I say that over and over again. Like we are not rich. I'm probably still paying for that trip. I try not to think about it. <laughs> yeah. We took a big one. Um but yeah, it's it was it was that important to me, and quite honestly, I was a bit depressed at that point. So it was something that I needed to do, yes. and I was lucky to have the family support to encourage me to do it. And when you're talking about that trip, are you talking about the year-long trip that you packed up your kids at age six and eight and went around the world? That's right. So oh, we God, left wanna... in 2011. Yeah. See. Oh gosh. Well, we are gonna we're gonna hear more about Heather and her traveling. And for those of you parents listening at home that are thinking about traveling with your kids, maybe you haven't done it yet, or you want to do more of it, we're gonna cover it all off. So stick around because you're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And we are in studio today with Heather Greenwood Davis, the queen of travel. Wow. She's like... We should say like the god, like, the I, godmother yeah. of I travel. I feel like she needs some sort of a like amazing giant crown or something. A crown the Beyonce with the, of travel. With, oh, Maybe. Beyonce yeah. of travel. I mean, I'm not putting anything yeah. out there, but I'm just. <laughs> let me let me call Jay Z. We're gonna ask him how he feels about that. So yeah, so very humble, very very humble. Miss Heather Greenwood Davis, and and you've probably seen her on TV. You've probably heard her on the radio. You've probably read her articles, like. Where have you been published? Well, most recently, so I am the family travel columnist over at the Globe and Mail. So that's uh, sort of the newest thing. But I'm also a contributing editor at National Geographic Travel. 
Um, I wrote for the Toronto Star for a number of years. I'm a travel expert on social, the social on CTV. So all kinds of different things. This sounds so, like a, a pretty amazing job. They yeah, turned yeah. this, this travel uh, interest into. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you so you went. Um, you went around the world with your children, <laughs> right? Like a six and like eight, Sandy. They yeah. were six and eight years old. So Tell what, us. What possesses somebody to go, like, you know, I got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old at home. <laughs> you know, I want to take them on a trip. And, like, most parents, people I know, be like, you know, six years old, the perfect age to go to Disney World. Yeah. And, you know, that most people, right? It's like you Florida, you think of a beach yep. vacation. Things where, you, the, you know, the, the activities are kind of built into a theme park. Yeah, yeah. It's easy with a children. A resort. But, you know, those theme parks aren't always easy with children, right? Like right. you're busy and you're chasing them and everybody's exhausted. And for us, really, that year, it was about, it was really quite selfish of me. I wanted my children with me. I felt like they were being pulled away from me in the sense of play dates and school and homework and Everybody seemed to want a piece of my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, no, I really want, I feel like these are important years and I really want them with me. Um, You know, that changed over the course of the year from time to time. Yeah, you're like two days in, two days in, you're like, why? Why did I do this? (laughs) So how do you convince uh, your partner, how do you convince your husband? Like, you mean, you can have all these ideas in your head and then you've got to convince the other parent that, (laughs) hey, this is a great idea. I'm going to take our eight and six year old. Oh, and you're coming with me and you're not going to be working or doing whatever for one year. And we're going to go here, there and everywhere. Yeah, but he was totally on board. So. My husband and I, we've been together since high school. We're those kinds of people. Oh, well, and, sweethearts. Oh, so cute. And <laughs> so we <laughs> always had talked about this idea. We're going to travel around the world. Him and I. Okay. We had never thought about the fact that we'd maybe have kids and they'd be coming too. But it just wasn't happening. And I remember being pregnant with the oldest and um, actually having him in my arms, the oldest, as a baby and thinking like, is this not going to happen now? Does this mean, are we putting our lives away? On hold. Well, usually so, yeah. that's what happens. You look yeah. and you go, hey. Thanks for ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. a little lovely child of mine. You're cute, as, but as you Sandy, ruined it all. As Sandy holds a pretend child in her arms right now. <laughs> Aren't yeah. you cute? You're going to ruin my life. Right? Right. And I was determined. I was like, he said, no, it is not. We're still going to do the things we want to do. And so as this came up and everything was bubbling in terms of, you know, these kids and school and play dates, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know, this might be a good time. And here's the thing. My husband works uh, in public health. He works for the municipal government. Okay. And he was offered a four over five so that's like teachers get that as well or have that opportunity and so for four years he received 80 percent of his pay (gasps) oh that is amazing and you get what was saved back to you so essentially he was paid the same as he had been paid for the four years before for that that year off he didn't have to show up but he didn't have to go to work and for me um, at this point I'm full-time travel right Um, and so for me it was a blessing because it meant that all those places that were really far away that I couldn't get to because I had these young kids suddenly I could go because they were with me and we could go further. So I was always doing, you know, weekends and stuff. Okay. And now I could do weeks. Well, because, I mean, as a journalist, you could really do that from anywhere, right? Exactly. You bring a laptop and you can exactly report uh, so from So I anywhere. took it on the road with me. Okay, so it sounds easy. Like, so you have this dream, <laughs> right? It sounds easy, but... You must no, have got some backlash from from the school and from other parents oh God, and neighbors the and your parents thinking you're insane. Well, yes and no. So we had four years um, to plan this thing. Of course, we only planned it in the last six months, but we had four years to, <laughs> to plan it. But what we did do right, I think, from the very beginning is we went into the school and said, look, we're planning to do this thing in four years. We're doing it no matter what, but we want to give you the heads up and we want to be as involved as we can with the kids now 
And before we go, okay. to make sure that that's an easy transition when we do this thing. We, it, there was no, like, can we? It's we are doing we are this doing thing. That is awesome. And the school came on board. And really, gave you really no quickly. problem at all. None. They like were in the, so in the, supportive. In the UK, they don't even let you, you, like you're not allowed to take your own kids out during exactly. non-holidays. They'll find so you. Know, you. You, have to take it, you have to take them on Christmas break or March break. If you want to take them like, you know, some random May 12th. No, forget it. It's no, done. you get fined. You're not allowed. Yeah. God, I did not know that. Yeah. A in the fine. US, you'll be charged. Truancy. So lucky, what? lucky for yeah, lucky for you. You live in Yay, Canada. <laughs> Yay, Canada. That's all I have to say. Well, you know what? I think that it's really important that we do travel as parents together as a family unit. Um, and there's a lot of great things to come out of it. So I want to talk a little bit about that, Heather, with you as soon as we come back from the break. So stick around because you're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and beside me, my co-host for the day, Miss Sandy Salerno, who's filling Hello. in for Miss Sandra Carusi. I am indeed. Look, Sandy Salerno, Sandra Carusi. You can't get more telling than that. With Pina Crispo. Pina Crispo. <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> And then, but then, no, we got someone to mix it up. Heather Greenwood Davis. <laughs> Love it. It sounds so royal, too. Mm. I keep saying, yeah, you're the queen of travel. I like it. You've got I the like name that you to, keep saying that. Yeah, you've got, you've got the name <laughs> to go along with it. So you were telling us about um, that year that you took off. Yeah. With the entire family to travel around the world. Yeah. And how the school was on board. Because I know a lot of parents that are listening, they're probably thinking, like, how did you manage with the school? And how did the kids not fall behind? But... There's so much, like, when you travel, it's not like, oh, we're just taking a trip. You went around the world. There is a lot to see and learn. Oh, so much. And so much more than school, honestly. You know, so we we hit 29 countries on six continents over the course of that year. So we were really moving around the world. But we also took a lot of time during that, that year where we, you know, there were days when the kids did absolutely nothing. We could have been steps from the Eiffel Tower and not gone to the Eiffel Tower. Like it was those kinds of situations yeah. because we weren't on vacation per se. This was our life for a year. And, you know, the stuff that they got out of this trip has trickled into their school lives every year since. So they, we went when they were six and eight. They're now 15 and 13. And they've had no trouble with school. You know, the occasional where we've pulled in a tutor to help with one lesson. Yeah, totally. They missed grade two and grade four. They never repeated them. They came back and went into grade three and grade five. And had no problem at all. No problem. So when I say no problems, of course, there were moments, like like I said, throughout the years. But no, like, we, you know, fight with the school or we need to hold them back or nothing like that. And, um, And they're both also these really... I know they're mine, so it sounds terrible, but they're really (laughs) (laughs) well-rounded kids because they were exposed to so many different things while we were out there. And a lot of the lessons they've learned are the very reasons that I encourage everyone to travel. So give us a lesson. So what you're saying that they learned a lesson. Give me an example of what what did they learn? Yeah, let me, I can give you a few. So one is I started out with this kid who was super, super shy. He's emceeing the art cafe tomorrow night. Wow. Like he, we literally came back and this kid had been transformed because when you are traveling only with your brother 
and you have, you know, a few hours in a playground mm-hmm. in the middle of Argentina, you figure out pretty quickly that if you're shy, you're yeah. not going to make a friend, you're not going to have any fun. Yeah. And so those kinds of sort of like trial by fire moments really helped him. I also started with a kid who was a picky eater. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't be. Mm, forget it. Around the world? <laughs> no, around, imagine around the world. Like, have you been a to like, a resort with kids and they're like, where are the chicken fingers and or chicken yeah, nuggets yeah, yeah. and fries? Because that's all they ever want to eat. Yeah. And I was lucky that he's a really logical guy. So I was able to say to him for months ahead of our trips, I'm like, you know, I really want to bring you on this trip, but I'm really worried about what you're going to eat. And so we came to this agreement that like, if we can find something that you like, know and like, you can have it. But there's going to come a point where we're going to not gonna be, be able so, to yeah. find that. And you're going to do it. He's now my most adventurous eater. What? Give me an example. Like what? What? Like what did you come across? Oh like, my god! Like, oh my god! There's nothing we to went eat here but China. frog legs. Or... We went through. There were breakfast, and I was a picky eater kid, and I thought I was over it. I'm actually still a picky okay, eater. Yeah. So he's more. <laughs> I he, starve on one of those trips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We bring little boxes of cornflakes everywhere I go. <laughs> and we one refused whole... to do that. We were like, no, we're not doing. You that. didn't pack snacks for the kids. No, what? Like, no. I think it's like if you're going to do around the world. Then yeah, embrace it fully, like yeah. culture, food, everything. Yeah. Which I mean, it's you know, easier it's easier said than done. <laughs> okay, yes, I get. But that. But as the mom, like, I mean, I go to the, I go out for the afternoon, and I'm like, oh gosh, she's gonna be starving. I better make sure that in case I have to wait in line, you know, for three hours at the said theme park or whatever. I better bring some snacks in case, like, she's gonna starve better- to death. Yeah, well, Sand- Sandy's at home right. packing the mortadella sandwich <laughs> <laughs> for the cooler. I'm that mom too. Like, I mean, when we yeah. are traveling and we're on the plane and all of that sort of thing, sure, I'll have snacks in my purse and what have you. And as we went along, I'd have snacks, but they'd be snacks from, from wherever we were. Right. So we weren't necessarily, you know, yeah. we didn't necessarily was, have the cornflakes. Was there one highlight? Oh, so many highlights. Um, I almost didn't come home because I fell in love with Portugal. So that was a highlight. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, absolutely fell in love with it. Um, my husband loved India. We spent six weeks in India. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm not sure I want to go. You know, I've heard all this stuff. People yeah. get sick. Loved it. Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna interject here for a second. So when you said you spent six weeks in Indi- India and your husband was like, I don't want to go, was it that you had everything timed out? Like, we're going to spend six weeks here, two weeks here. So as you were on the trip, you were deciding like, okay, yeah. now we're ready to move on. No. Yeah. Yeah. You did not have an itinerary. <laughs> You're giving you a heart attack. No, but I love that. I love that. I, I well, I'm going to toot my own horn. I did, I did something similar in Hawaii. Right. Once I was on one island. It's so similar, Sandy. Listen to this. Yeah. Once I was on one island. Well, we were in, where were we? Honolulu. And we're having so much fun that I called my travel agent and said, we're not ready to leave for um, Maui yet. So we're going to stay here one extra day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we did this. It's exactly what the same thing. I know. I know. I try. <laughs> No, you know what? If you have a if you have an itinerary, then you become beholden to that itinerary. And our whole thing about this year was it's like why I didn't teach them while we were away. Like I mean, I didn't become their teacher. Yeah. But I'm like, if I'm taking you out of school, I'm taking you out of school. If we're not going to live by clocks and bells and alarms, then we're not going to live by them. And so we had a travel agent here who was able to help, and we could call and say, okay, now we're thinking this. Should we go left or right? Um, we had a general idea of what we wanted to do, but yeah, pretty much flew by the seat of our pants. I love it. I'm so jealous right now. I know. <laughs> go. Go now. Okay, just <laughs> quickly, quickly. You said you mentioned Argentina. You mentioned Portugal. You mentioned India. What are some other places? Because you said you hit 29 countries yeah, in that I year. Know. Don't make me go through them all. But we went to uh, <laughs> Australia, New Zealand, 
Uh, we were in China. We were in the U.S. a little bit, but not long. We tried to stay away from U.S. and Caribbean. Yeah. Um, we were in a lot of time in Asia. So we were in Vietnam, Cambodia, Malaysia. Um, where else were we? Egypt. I, all over sure, Africa. Like, honestly, I'm just picturing her like one second she's rafting and the next <laughs> minute you're on like some crazy zip line and then you're climbing a mountain. And then you're it running through the like airport. That. Was it like that? Especially with boys. But right? wait yeah. a second. And then don't forget, Sandy, running through the airport with the two kids. If it was me, it'd be like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm sure there were you those know? moments. I'm sure there were those moments. <laughs> oh, well, we're talking about travel. We're talking about travel with the family. So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Joining me in studio today, we've got Heather Greenwood-Davis. She is our travel queen. That's what I, that's the title I gave her. I, I'm just going with it the it's whole show, stick. guys. It is. Go change it on all your like <laughs> yeah. social media and website. Because now that's what it is. <laughs> and Miss Sandy Salerno, she's one of our news anchors right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. So travel, we're talking about travel. We're talking about traveling uh, together as a family. And uh, you know what, though? I want to ask, you do a lot of traveling too solo. I do. And I and I see, though, on social media that you do have the kids with you um, at times. Yeah. Um, and the husband. Yeah. He's there. So you you mix it up. You've got, you go solo sometimes. You've got the kids with you sometimes. And I can't imagine that, you know, and they're with you a lot. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's easy, though. To have them with me? Yeah. Um, it depends. And at the different ages, it was easier at some ages than at others. It's super easy now, 15 and 13. Really? And Even with their characters as teenagers? Totally. And you know what? I think they're better teenagers because, because they traveled. So why? Why? If someone at home is listening and they're like, you know, I really want to travel, but you know, with the kids, I'm scared. It's hard. Why should they travel? Listen, I totally credit. I have a great relationship with both boys. Um, my husband is the same. And as a unit, we have so many um, inside family jokes and things that happened yeah. as a result of us being together on the road. I'm not saying that you can't build those relationships at home, but there's something that happens when you cordon yourself off from everything else, all their friends, all our friends, all the different you know calls on our time and attention. And we go off into the world and you are so vulnerable you need people and you need to, to rely on strangers a lot and you need to rely on each other. And I think as a result of that, who they've become as teenagers hasn't been really typical. They, they're really quite involved. I was just in Alabama with my 13-year-old, just the two of us. Oh, that's sweet that you have the opportunity even just to go with like one, right? Yeah, well, it's become because the 13-year-old is in grade eight, whereas the 15-year-old is in grade 10. It's, it's harder to It to, becomes to a little harder, school, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was with him alone and we're able to, these trips allow us still to, you know, build and on those relationships and to increase the bonding between us and, and just have these amazing, amazing times So you times can still together. drop them off at school, a friend's house or the mall and they're not saying like, drive away or drop me off like down no. the block. So, so you- <laughs> no, they will kiss me. Right? My, my kids will kiss me at school in the hallway. Like if I go to drop oh. something off or what, and I'm like, are you sure you want to? That is rare. <laughs> I mean, especially for that age. Yeah. No, right. It is. It's I'm totally. telling you, you don't know yet because your kids are still little so they still like you but mine's at that age now that she's <laughs> so honestly funny. where she, she's 10 
And I went to the mall a few weeks ago. It was a PA day with her. And she's like, can you please stop singing in the stores, mom? Oh, my god! I'm like, okay, first of all, I have a melodious voice. <laughs> I will sing all I want to. We're playing some Madonna. I couldn't resist. Oh, hello, she was, yeah. Honestly, she was mortified by me. So, the, and I know you traveled with the kids around the world when they were eight and six. They were young. Yeah. But now there's got to be some kind of obstacle in the way when they're teenagers. Or do they not want to go? Do they not want to miss that time with their friends? Oh, yeah. Now? No, they want to go. They want to go. go. In fact, the hardest thing has been the 15-year-old who can't go. He really loves, he's in a great program at his school, okay. and it's an intense program. And so he can't miss, because I was all like, I don't care, it's my kid, I'll pull them out of high school even as mm-hmm. long as they do the work, it'll right. be fine. But now I'm faced with this situation where he wants to be in school because he likes what he's doing and he wants to keep up, Okay. Um, and he's torn, he's really torn. I have to sort of play down some of the trips. It I'm was like, terrible. Oh, it's not gonna be that great. <laughs> Rain I mean, all day. And son, who needs that? Right? You know? Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. What, you what know, goes just wrong? Going. Because you can't, I, like, I mean, it sounds glamorous, and I'm yeah. sure it's wonderful, and, yeah, and but 90% no. of the time it's fantastic, but I'm sure there's a one point where you're like, oh gosh, is that a monsoon? <laughs> or something, like something terrible happens. Like, what's the yeah. worst thing that, that happened to you on a trip with them? Well, listen, things happen all the time. So we have the kid who, uh, we were on a tuk-tuk, I think, in Thailand or something, and he was getting off the, <laughs> the tuk-tuk. And it sounds terrible and laughing, but he was getting on the tuk-tuk. He's okay now, right? <laughs> He's fine. Okay, okay, we can yeah. laugh. We can laugh. Okay, and I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready. We all our bags, and we go into the, um, the room, and we're laying there. And then I look down, and his leg is, like, singed. Like it's been burned. Oh my god! And I'm, what happened? What happened to you? And he's like, Oh, I think I rubbed it on something when I was getting. So his his leg had hit no. the the motor. No. On the t- the kid didn't even flinch. So trying those moments when you're trying to find like how do we take care of this in this place where right. I don't know. It wasn't Thailand. It was um, Vietnam. Oh I'm trying gosh. to figure out, you know, where do I get a bandage? Where do I get yeah. like those kinds? Where's of the things. H for the hospital? Yeah, yeah, like, right? yeah right. But then the, okay, then that. That is making me think about even just communication, like the communication between you and and the people of that country. Like, so do you speak any other languages, Heather? Uh, really bad French, which sometimes helps me with like Italian, Spanish, anything like that. But and the kids both speak French. Uh, oh, that's nope. helpful. In What's, Vietnam, it's what is useful. the one phrase? What is the, <laughs> very useful. What's the one phrase you need to know in all those countries? Like, there's got to be one thing you need to know how to say everywhere. Like a universal, is there anything like, where's the Hello? bathroom? You probably yeah. should. Where can I, I get some french fries? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I use a lot of like hand gestures right. and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. But like good hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad ones don't help you. Are you the typical tourist with a camera around your neck and you've got the... Uh, no, you lose that pretty quick. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You See, must have like... an amazing photo album. Yes. Actually, no. I have an amazing collection of photos. That you've never printed and never put in an album. Well, welcome to 2018, (laughs) the digital era. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, it's, you've, how many countries have you been to? You said that the kids have been on that trip. What did you say? You hit 29? We hit 29 on that trip. Um, That was over the course of a year. My youngest has written a post. Um, he's just started, decided he's going to be a travel writer. So we'll see about that. Oh, but nice. It was I really read, good. I actually read one of his articles. He did a good, yeah. it's his only article. It's, oh, it's okay. <laughs> but he, uh, he's been to 45, 13 years old. He's been to 45 countries. I have no idea how many I've been to. More than that, though. But I know it's Definitely. more than him. And I, um, I typically don't, don't count um, for a lot of reasons, but mostly because I feel like you can't really check off a country on oh one visit. Gosh. So No, for real. How can you check off a country? Like, okay, so I've been to Italy. 
but I've only been to Southern and and Venice and Rome, you know, but I can't say that I've been everywhere. So yeah, I can see why you can't check it off. Absolutely not. Well, we've got World Traveler here with us, Heather Greenwood Davis, and uh, we've got more after the break, so stick around because you're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. It is summer, and what goes along with summer? Travel. So we brought on, I'm, I'm going to say it again, <laughs> Travel Queen Heather Greenwood Davis and Miss Sandy Salerno from 640. Uh, right here, she's one of our uh, news anchors, and so summer's here. A lot of parents are thinking about travel and all kinds of travel, getting on a plane to travel. Maybe they're, they want to, you know, go see family overseas or they just want to hit up like a nice destination, a really nice resort. Or Sandy, we were talking about even cottage visits. Well, I'm, I mean, we, my parents have a cottage, so it's something that we, we do in the summer because if you don't do it in the summer, you're not doing it the rest of the year. <laughs> exactly. And I go to every year, I you know, in July, I go to Fern Resort in Orillia and we mm-hmm. stay for, you know, a weekend, a couple of days. It's, you know, f- and I go because it's a family fun destination right and it's you know an hour and a half two hours i'm there kind of thing mm-hmm. what do you say to something like that someone who's been a world traveler do you go yeah. like i'm not going to a cottage or i'm not going to go <laughs> camping no, or you should go to the cottage i'm all for it doesn't matter if it's near or far right the point is leave put aside the things that don't matter as much to you gather the people who matter to you and go and do something and i just find that most people don't do that at home so yes. if you can gather them and go it doesn't matter if you go an hour or you go 16 hours as long as you're out there, I think it's it's important. So staycation, not for you ever. Well, listen, I, I travel so much that sometimes the staycation yeah. feels pretty good. But the fact is, staycation where I am at my house and still have to do all of the chores no. that I do at my house. That, no, that's, no. That's, it's when you're cooking that's your own meals stay. and doing your bed. It's like, <laughs> mm. well, Okay, talking about cooking your own meals. Yeah. Heather, uh, that makes me think of resorts. Right? All inclusives. Of course. Yeah. Because, Easy. you know, people, yeah, you're working all year. You now have the opportunity to go on a trip with your family. The last thing you want to do is <laughs> go like, what am I going to make for dinner no, or, tonight? Or, or where are we going to go eat? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, no, you don't want that. Yeah. So resorts are a huge thing. Absolutely. Um, are resorts typically like uh, one of the places that you really enjoy going with your family? Or are you more of like, no, let's hit up a country and like, Find an Airbnb and just do no, that. Not necessarily. I like a good resort. I like being spoiled and pampered just like everyone else. Yeah, no, see? Okay. <laughs> are your okay. kids bored by that now? Like once you bring no. them to these exotic lands, then you say like, hey, we're going to, I don't know, uh, Jamaica. I'm going to sit in Montego Bay for, for a week. Are they yeah. like, this is boring as can be? No, not at all. Because they're kids still. So, I mean, you throw one of those giant inflatable things they can crawl in into the pool and they're, they're all they're, over they're, it. They're I have a right? massive unicorn, by the way, that I <laughs> oh cannot wait to use. I'm coming over. Weeks. It's I'm, amazing. I'm coming. No, I don't have a pool. Well, where is it? <laughs> at the cottage? You have to use it in my bathtub. <laughs> I so I'm going to come over and swim in your bathtub with the unicorn. I haven't I cracked it. it open yet. I am going to crack it open next week. And then weekend. I'll come to the cottage with okay. you too. You're stuck with me. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Um, so what are some great places that parents should check off? Like really good family-friendly places. Yeah. Oh, well, they're all over. And it's going to depend on price point for sure. 
Um, but as far as all-inclusive resorts go, Caribbean's going to have a lot of them. Mexico has a few as well that are really good. You've got to decide what you want out of the resort, though. So a lot of them have really great kids programs. Mm-hmm. I was just writing recently about um, in the Cayman Islands, the Ritz-Carlton has a, and I know it's the Ritz-Carlton, but it's they have. so expensive, the <laughs> Cayman Islands. Really? Oh, my goodness. It depends. Yes, really? They've got some three-star type, or unless, if you want the five-star at the three-star Isn't price, three-star like be. camping? It's sort of the no. same thing. No. Okay. <laughs> As long as the place is clean, yeah. I think, and has a good beach and pool, like I'm happy. Oh, there's I don't some care about the, the view resorts around. Of like, oh, I don't care about that. Of my room. Your, I'm never in my room. room. I go there to sleep and that's yeah. it. You know? But there are a lot of kids' clubs that offer more um, edutainment type stuff. So there, you've got to decide what you want to do with your time when you're there. Do you have any tips? Like you must yeah. have like a list of some sort of tips that you, like these, these are must-haves or must-dos when you're planning a, a trip. Okay, you definitely want to think about um, your timing. You want to think about how much time you can afford to be away and what you want out of that time. If you want to relax, that's not the time to, you know, hit up a city. Uh, you're going to want to see everything in that city, right? That's a totally different vacation than a vacation on the beach. You also want to think about who you're traveling with. Like, don't take me tent camping. I'm not that person. <laughs> I am with you there, my friend. <laughs> give me there. roofed accommodation. I love yeah. an RV. You know, so I'm not going to be a good travel companion for you if you're doing something that I don't enjoy. So you want to think about that for you and for your kids and for Mm -hmm. whoever else is coming. Think about what you want out of the vacation as well in terms of like if maybe this is the time to bring other family members with you if you need somebody to be able to leave the kids with so that you and your spouse or your partner get some time together. Like you have to just put more attention into the planning of it. So bring grandma along is what you're saying. I've done it. (laughs) You know what? I visited, we were in Jamaica. We were in Ocho Rios at the Beaches Resort there Mm -hmm. last year. Love that place. They have, okay, talking about Kids Club. The kids didn't even want to be with me. I'm like, great. (laughs) See you later. And then... They have babysitting. Yeah. They have babysitting so someone can be in the room with your kids, you know, put them to sleep and stuff like that. And you trust uh, them? You trust Big them? Bird can put them to sleep because <laughs> it's a Sesame Street resort. Oh. Elmo. Yes. Okay. <laughs> While they're baking cookies with Cookie Monster the next day. It all happens. And then, um, so they can babysit so you and your partner can go and have a dinner solo. So, yes, so think Tons about all this stuff. Like where yeah. all you talk about are the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And how much fun they had with uh, on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, isn't that Elmo? Big go, 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 get, get away from me. Yeah. Let's stick around because we've got more because the show's all about travel and summer right here on The Parenting Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are talking about travel, and uh, we've got Heather Greenwood Davis joining us. She is a columnist. She's a television personality. She is. Wait for it. The travel queen. <laughs> I just gave her that title today, and I'm gonna. I, I love it. I'm gonna stick with it. We also have joining me uh, Sandy Salerno, filling in for uh, Miss Sandra Carusi. Yes, indeed. And so we've been talking about travel, and we hit up a lot of uh, great points. And one thing we didn't really talk about, though, was airports. Like I know that you can. There's different means of travel, but flying is like probably the most popular. Yeah, and stressful. It out. Yeah, good. right. Like it's crazy. So. What do we need to know, Heather, about airports and when we're traveling, uh, whether it be solo or with our family? Yeah. You know what? There are so many flight delays now. 
that families really just have to expect that their flight is going to be delayed or canceled or they may get stuck on the tarmac or all of those things. And unfortunately, most families aren't prepared for that, right? You're Mm -hmm. geared up for your vacation. You want to head out. Um, There was a survey that was recently released um, by AirHelp, and it's called the AirHelp Score. And they took a look at all of the airports around the world and a bunch of airlines, and Canada didn't do that well. So Canadian airports actually fared in the middle of the pack, and Canadian airlines came in close to the bottom of the pack. Wow. In terms of service for people, quality of service, uh, timeliness of flights, that sort of thing. So families really just have to be ready for those delays. And that means, you know, a little bit about what we talked about, having snacks in the purse and that sort of thing when you're at the airport, being sure that you have a bottle of water after you go through security, and having things to distract the kids would be a way to start with that sort of thing. What's great now is that all of the trouble that has been going on with the airlines and the airports, and, you know, we see those um, situations in the States where we've seen people being dragged off planes and what have you. Mm -hmm. That's what's led to what's happening right now, which is the development of a passenger bill of rights. So tell us, what what is that? Tell us a little bit about that. So the Canadian Transportation Agency has been given a mandate um, through law to go across the country, do some consultations, and come up with a passenger bill of rights, which would really address a number of things, including, you know, the one that always sticks out for me is that when you get on a plane, your kids can sit beside you on the Mm -hmm. plane. Like, that should be a no-brainer. And I'm lucky I've never run into a situation where we weren't able to figure it out. Um, but for you can imagine for some parents that would be horrifying if you've oh, got yeah. your. Well, that's happened to me a million times. If you don't book with yeah. your kids, if you don't book in advance, they'll put your your kids somewhere else. Yeah, nobody wants doesn't... to sit beside them anyway. No, no. so like right? let's... and quite frankly, it's dangerous. I think Look, in some absolutely. circumstances to have no. your kid, you know, sitting three rows up with a stranger. So those kinds of things. And I hope people will go out. They're doing about eight consultations across the country. I hope people will go out and actually voice their concerns of that. It'll also talk about how long you can be on the plane on the tarmac. Yes, when those things huge, happen, huge issue. People I've had sitting friends, for five or hours. six hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could get to your destination and come back, depending where you're flying well, to. And one of the things they're looking at, there's a law actually in Europe. It's called EC two sixty one, I believe. And what it does is it actually says that if you're delayed for a certain period of time, or if your flight is canceled because they overbooked the flight, you can be compensated, and it's up to like nine hundred dollars Canadian per seat, and nice. we're eligible. So there is an app that you use. It's the AirHelp app. And you go on and you can scan your boarding pass or you can allow it to look in your uh, scan through your email and it will look for your flights and it will tell you if you're eligible for this. So it'll tell that you if amazing. over the last three years you've been on a flight that you should be compensated well, and for. And you can get like retro pay and yes. go back. What? Everyone download that <laughs> app. It's called what AirHelp? It's the AirHelp Air app. app. Oh my gosh! Can I get that on my BlackBerry? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's on everything. Oh, Oh, BlackBerry. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know, Sandy. Come on now. Can you like? Yeah, Sandy. We we need to talk. That's a whole other show. Whole other show. But honestly, thank you so much for joining us today, Heather. That was like awesome to hear uh, your stories and just the advice and the tips and the help um, because I plan on traveling more with the kids, right? So so this is really gonna come in handy for me. I have to know. What's the next trip? Do you have a plan yet? Because I'm sticking kind of close to home so far, I know I'm going to Switzerland in the fall, the Galapagos, Belfast, um, a bunch of spots, but hopefully over the summer. terribly boring. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'd hate to be you, Heather. I know, it's hard. It's hard. (laughs) Well, Heather, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, I have a blog. I should have said that. Globetrottingmama.com. And on Twitter, I'm at Greenwood Davis. On Instagram, I'm at Heather GD.
Nice. And for those of you just tuning in now, if you missed any of the show and you want to listen back, you can do so because we have a podcast. It's pretty awesome and you should subscribe. Um, We will be posting the link on 640toronto.com. Also on our uh, Parenting Show Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. And of course, we're on iTunes. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Miss Sandy Salerno. Anytime, friend. See? Oh, look at her. She didn't sound too enthused. I don't know if I'm going to invite her back. It's Sunday evening. Screw I'd like her. Home now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you right here next week. I'm Pina Crispo for The Parenting Show, right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.